see the demon in you It doesn't wanna come out and play I can see the demon in you Who doesn't wanna come out and play Everybody say fuck this shit Fuck this shit Fuck this shit What's going down? It's your boy Dre back again with the Fuck This Shit Podcast. Y'all know what it is. There's no surprises at the beginning. It's all about y'all. Thank you so much as always for all the likes, shares, supports, the reviews. Most importantly, the reviews. Y'all been coming through on those. I appreciate that shit. You know what I'm saying? Appreciate y'all for following all the social media pages. If you're not already following everything, we on Facebook at FTS Podcast. We on Instagram at Fuck This Shit Pod. We on Twitter at Fuck This Shit Pod. We on Reddit are Fuck This Shit Pod. You know what I'm saying? Uh, we really everywhere. Make sure you follow all the social media platforms. If you're not subscribed on your, uh, uh, what, what you call it, your streaming platform, you know what I'm saying? Go ahead and click that little button at the top and subscribe. So, you know, you can get my... You can get the notifications when we drop new shit because y'all, as y'all seen, the, the workflow on season three been different. I'm dropping regular shits, bonus shits, content coming every week, multiple times a week. So, you know, don't fuck around and get behind. Stay caught up. You did. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm going I'm to I'm keep pushing. So, but nah, uh, make sure y'all do them small little things or whatever. And then, of course, if you just feel so privy to do so for an additional four ninety nine. You can access all of the bonus material. I'm going to make sure that all yeah, the bonus content is going to be lengthy. Um, and I, I was trying to think, what am I going to do with that? What like exactly what is that going to be? I've decided my most controversial takes will be the bonus content. Like I got an episode where I kind of talk about men and women. You got to pay to hear that. You got to hear the. You got to pay to hear me put my foot in my mouth while I try and not talk about women. While I still try and like bring some level of sympathy to the the plight that is the life of a man, which is just steeped in privilege, I understand. But it's a good episode. You got to listen to it. I already recorded it. When I drop it, it'll just be it'll just be bonus content, shit like that. Four ninety nine. You can have that too. Uh, otherwise, man, uh, all the subscribers, you know, make sure that y'all get nice bonus content, regular regular basis and shit. And then whenever we drop the merch, I got your emails. I'm gonna send you a little promo code on the email list that I'm building. So you know, just know. It's perks to that shit, but regardless, even on the free tip, it's gonna be a lot of motherfucking content. You know, I've been I've been locked in lately. Uh, now that we got that shit out the way, man, I, I got I'm I'm disappointed in myself, y'all. Like I had some shit go down. I ain't gonna say so much go down, but so the primaries in Texas were yesterday. I'm recording this Wednesday. March 2nd primaries were the first and it's for a governor attorney general all that or whatever right and uh it's gonna be Abbott versus Beto O'Rourke or whatever Beto I think it's Beto Beto I don't know O'Rourke uh and I got my thoughts on that I might give them to you but that's not really why I gave a fuck uh in the Texas attorney general's race right the Democratic nominee is uh, some motherfucker I don't know, two motherfuckers I don't know, and a motherfucker I do know running. The motherfucker I do know who's running is Lee Merritt. Um, I've actually used audio from Lee Merritt before on this podcast. Uh, it was like at a some kind of Senate uh, overview committee. I don't know what the fuck it was. Some Some shit about like why qualified immunity was dangerous and shit like that or whatever. Uh, I can't remember exactly what it was, but the whole point is that I've, I've already known who he was and I kind of follow what he does. He, uh, he does a lot of work with like the victims of, of like high profile police violence cases and, and shit like that or whatever, like just a real advocate for the black community. You know what I'm saying? In a lot of ways. And so when I saw that he was running for attorney general at Texas, I'm like, you know, I got to vote for my man. It's like, I got to, I got to, you know, I got to be a part of trying to make that happen. And honestly, I just, shit, life. I've been trying to grind out with work and the baby and the podcast and just putting my energy in all these other places that I really just let it slip. I let it slip past me. And I end up not going to vote in the primary yesterday. And I'm looking at the results. 
And the the way Texas does their uh their primary runs, just real quick, if you don't understand what the primary is, basically, uh, the primary is the part where you go like pick which one of the people on your team is gonna represent the team in like the big election. You know what I'm saying? So like if you're a Democrat, if you register Democrat, you can only vote for Democrats and you voting between only the Democrats as to which one of them, you know, represents that party in in the the statewide election. Um in Texas, if you don't get 50% of the vote, it goes to a runoff between you and the next person who wins. So like if you get 48% of the vote and you are the top vote getter, you're still going to have to go through another special election with whoever comes in second place. Uh, And it seems like, well, you know, if you win by that much the first time, then the second time you would win by, you know, the same amount margin or maybe more. Right. But when you think a little more practically before it was, you know, maybe four candidates that people had to go vote between. And in the runoff, it's just two. So all the people who voted for other people beyond the the leading person uh now have a chance to to vote for the other person if they still don't support you know what I'm saying whoever was was first i hope that didn't get too complicated and you understood what i was saying it's important because as i'm looking at the results of the texas primary i see that lee Merritt is in third place and as of right now it still hasn't been called but when i look Lee Merritt was in third place with 19.5% of the vote. The second place motherfucker, whose name I can't even remember, because I mean, I'm going to be honest, like I'm, I'm being transparent with y'all because I don't even want to come to this sounding more informed than I was about this election. Like I did not do my due diligence. I knew the one person I knew because I already knew them, wasn't focused on the date. Like I just let it go. I just treated it like it wasn't important. And anyway, Lee Merritt, 19.5%. The nigga above him, 19.6%. My guy is down by like a thousand votes or some shit like that. And not to say that me, like individually, like I don't think it's going to come down to one vote. Like I'm not saying that at all. You know what I'm saying? But I do kind of feel like a dickhead, bro. Like this is somebody who like I like genuinely believe in. You know what I'm saying? Like very rarely in a in a in the political process in America do you get to cast a vote for a motherfucker who you believe in even a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Like most of the time, like we're just like, fuck, he better than that nigga. Like it ain't Trump type shit. In this instance, like there was a candidate running who I was like, damn, like attorney general is a big fucking deal. Like that has like huge implications as to how like criminal justice is administered across like one of the largest states in America. Like that was a big deal. And even though, like, still, like, it was just for him to go to a runoff. It's not even for him to win. It's still just the point that shit was so close. And only a million people in a state with 20, I think I looked it up, it's like 23 million or 27 million people live in Texas or something. Only a million people voted in the Demo- for the Democratic side of the primary. Only 3 million people voted in total for the primary. And it's like, there's so many fucking people out there who don't vote for those kind of things. And like, most of them are people who like lean more towards like the more progressive stance on these things. Right. And that's why it's so, it's just frustrating. It's frustrating to be a part of it and to give a fuck about it because it makes me almost like lose faith in the fact that it's ever going to be any better. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't need anyone to, uh, impress upon to me the importance of of utilizing my right to vote like i understand how important that is and it's something i advocate for and something that i say to y'all on here and something i say to my kid and people i'm around it's something i actually believe in and man life just gets so hectic that i let that shit pass me by and i missed out on it hopefully you know it's still time hopefully i'm i'm saying all of this for no reason and I'm going to look up in the next, you know what I'm saying, hour or two when all of the reporting comes in and Lee Merritt will fucking squeak that shit out. And, you know, I'll get my chance to to quote unquote right my wrongs, you know what I'm saying, and I can go vote in the runoff, you know what I'm saying, and and whatever. But especially even as small a platform as this is for now, you know what I'm saying? It's it's things get uh 
things get talked about exponentially. You know, um, if I was really giving a fuck about this early on the podcast and talking about it more, I know that me, my mom, and my little brother, you know what I'm saying, maybe my little brother's girlfriend, all end up going to vote. You know what I'm saying? In an election at a primary that we all missed and we're all registered voters. I don't know if Devin is. I know me and my mom are, but I think Devin is too. But, um, you know, we all registered voters. And even though it's only three, it just goes to show like how one person really giving a little bit more of a fuck. Not me just saying that it's something that I was going to do, but something like me giving a fuck. Me being like, hey, this is something that I think will actually be meaningful. You know, for for these reasons, you know, lining that out, not necessarily just doing that here, because, you know, I've told you all before, I'm not going to make this podcast back solely about politics and shit, because it's just, you know, y'all like the laughs. I like to make y'all laugh. You know, it's mutual. I don't like thinking about serious shit all the time. Makes my head hurt. But in this instance, I don't know. I just wanted to share that with y'all because. I don't know, man. I feel like we really missed out. I mean, if you don't know who Lee Merritt is, just Google him. Just Google the nigga and just like kind of see some of the stuff that he's worked on, some of the stuff that he's done. And imagine a world where a state that tried to pass an abortion ban now has this person leading as attorney general versus like the asshole who we're probably going to get. You know, and I'm also a big believer in the fact that people who pay attention on like more detailed elections, like primaries and shit like that kind of have to think what's going to draw out more on the statewide election or the 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 maiden election because i don't even know the other two people's names who running for the democrats for attorney general and they probably just two motherfuckers who saying the same shit as always like they nothing special you know somebody like lee Merritt is so different so and they have like a track record of actually advocating for the things that i feel like a lot of people really want addressed not just black people you know, like j- I think it's a misconception that only black people are tired of watching black people get murdered senselessly by police. I mean, white people just don't want to be blamed for it. But I mean, if they definitely most white people are definitely cool with the police shooting less niggas like at min at minimum, at minimum, I'm willing to say that most white people are at least cool with the police shooting less niggas. You know what I'm saying? So I don't know. I just don't feel like there's as much pushback on some of that. As there typically would be. Hmm. That's just my opinion on it. I was feeling I was feeling a way about it. I was trying to figure out, you know, what I was going to lead off with. And that's what I was going to lead off with. I want to chop it up with y'all about that a little bit. Um, I've been saying uh, I was going to talk about or I've been thinking about, you know, the whole like Russia, Ukraine shit. You know, the fact that Russia is literally invading Ukraine as we speak. And, uh, you know, I was thinking about the fact that I hadn't said nothing about it on the podcast yet. And it's kind of like, how are you going to talk about current events and not talk about the war? You know, and I think I've, I've said this a few times that I didn't want the podcast to be the news. You know what I'm saying? Where it's like, I'm not here to necessarily explain exactly what's going on in every single aspect of the world or even in the news more so like it, this is commentary not necessarily uh commentary and like slight analysis right not uh direct uh informative like i don't want you to come here to get your information you know what i'm saying that's dangerous like the motherfuckers go to joe rogan for their news and that's why niggas is trying to inject themselves with horse tranquilizer you know what i'm saying instead of just you know getting a vaccine like that doesn't make any sense to me like you know what they've never, you know what they didn't do? They didn't do trials to see what the horse medicine was going to do to people. Y'all talking about they haven't studied the COVID virus uh, vaccine enough. We don't know what that's doing. They definitely didn't study what the horse tranquilizers were doing to people at all. Or the horse dewormer or whatever the fuck that shit y'all shooting yourself up with. That shit is goofy. That you even that, that that even exists on the same plane. Anyway, whatever. That's not what I'm here to talk about. Um... But the main reason I haven't really mentioned Russia and Ukraine more is, number one, because I don't really know a ton about it. And I don't like to get on here spouting off about some shit and I don't know what I'm talking about. Because that's how you put your foot in your mouth and say some stupid ass shit. Because you just like snowballing, trying to come up with something to say about it. And I don't really have much to say about it. Um, Putin is crazy as fuck, but he's been crazy as fuck. Um... 
it's crazy that the the only thing that I took away from the Russia Ukraine thing or the biggest thing that I took away from the Russia Ukraine thing is that they're like literally members of the Republican Party who are not even interested in the best interest of America anymore. They literally just like ride this hard right extremist view of life and just pander to that view of thinking like it's still motherfuckers who actively serve in Congress, in the Senate, who like, well, you know, Putin's not that bad. You know what I'm saying? Or like have a history of being like apologists for Vladimir Putin. Like, I don't know, like Donald Trump, like who fuck with that nigga heavy. He like, he thinks he's a genius. Like he's like on record saying that he thinks Putin is a genius. And Putin is fucking crazy, bro. Like even what he's doing doesn't make any sense from the, from the perspective of like how much it's harming Russia. Because what the world hasn't done is what the world has done is uh, respond to this whole encounter with like sanctions, like financial, like they trying to like cut Russia off from, from things that they can do. They basically trying to do everything they could do except shoot at these niggas. Cause they like, they got nukes and that motherfucker crazy. Like, and the thing about nuclear war is that it's like mutual destruction. Like if Russia launches a nuke at somebody like, that everybody launches all the nukes at Russia. Like, that's just the only way that that can go next. Like, you can't even, to me, I feel like you can't even shoot off one nuke. Like, if you got 10 nukes, you got to light off all them bitches at one time because whatever coming back at you is like, you really, you really fucking yourself with that. Like, you don't want to pull that trigger. You feel what I'm saying? So the world is like, we don't want to shoot at Russia and make them do some stupid shit. So instead, they like, we'll like, move them out of like international banking systems and, uh, not allow them to fly over our airspace and like basically they're trying to choke all the money out of them and like Apple is like they won't sell products there and like motherfuckers is like not showing movies in Russia it's like culturally everyone is boycotting Russia it's like the world is trying to cancel Russia the world is trying to cancel Russia right now instead of going to war they like we'll just cancel these niggas and then they'll have to apologize Meanwhile, they're like bombing Ukrainian civilians. They've already been accused of war crimes that they're like pretty certain they did. And, you know, just lots of fuck shit. Um, it, it, that's this is why I didn't want to talk about it, because like now I'm thinking like, and why else do I care? Like, not that I don't care, but America going America, bro. The world gone, the world gone world. What do I mean by that? These motherfuckers been fighting. Europeans been going to war with each other for the whole existence of Europe. This has been a pretty chill period in Europe. They've been chilling for the last little while because the last time shit really popped off over there, they had a whole fucking Holocaust. Like Europe does war as well as anybody does. And America being other people's business like everybody, like all the time. I already knew as soon as they was like, Russia did some shit in the Ukraine. America was going to have some long ass explanation as to why we were supposed to, why that was our problem. And I get it. It is, it's fucked up that it's people in the Ukraine innocently getting bombed by another nation. I get it. I 100% get it. I just, you know, I just don't know how much of that is. It's like this, right? If I I run a Best Buy, no fuck it, I I I run a, a Lowe's, and I hear that Home Depot is is not treating they they employees well. I could go on a campaign to like advocate for Lowe's to treat their employees better, or I could just like keep doing my thing and I can just mind my motherfucking business, and I just don't know where the right you know, line on that stands. Right now, I think what America's doing is about right. You know, to be like, oh, you know, we're not coming over there, but we can't fuck with you. You know what I'm saying? We can't be giving you access to banking institutions and have you flying over here while y'all bombing innocent people and shit. That's just not really a vibe we could fuck with. We can't fuck with you. But anything short of that, like going over there and going to war, I just don't know. I just don't know. The Ukraine had a long time to try and jump into NATO. And then when the shit start getting imminent, then they start really trying to talk about it. You know, NATO is basically an alliance of all these you know, Western powers that are like making sure that the Soviets never come back type shit. Basically. 
and the Ukraine is right there. And they could have jumped in. They was like, no, we good. We good. We good. And just recently they was thinking about it. And Russia was like, oh, you thinking about it? Here we come. And then we like, see, you could have been gang, but you didn't. You not gang. Because the United States has a, a obligation to help protect NATO nations, which makes sense because it's we gang. If anybody get fucked with, everybody got to jump in. It's the rules. Right. But Ukraine is not gang. So I, I just don't know. I don't know. That's all. The, that's about all I got. I will say one more thing. I've been hearing on other podcasts and shit how the news media is going way out of their way to make sure we know how sad this is that this is happening in Ukraine because these people, unlike other refugees, are white. They put it a million different ways. I've heard it on like two different podcasts and I don't like taking ideas or anything from other podcasts and like bringing them directly here. But it's kind of like there's some stuff that once you hear about it, you want to talk about it. And it's like, when you hear a clip, we, I, the mashup that I heard of these white reporters, like basically given all this explanation as to why this was like a greater atrocity because the people of Ukraine are Europeans, uh, more uh, middle class, hardworking people that you would expect. It was really ridiculous to hear. Um, and in a weird way, it makes me want to give less of a fuck. I'm not going to lie. As a black man, anytime they try and like start playing the violin louder because it's white people, it makes me not want to care at all. And I'm resisting that urge because the Ukrainian people is getting fucked over right now for no real reason. So I'm resisting the urge to be like that. But I will say that that does. It just pisses me off a little bit. I hate it, actually. And what what the fuck ever? Uh I have also been seeing these videos of these Ukrainians proving that they are tough as shit, though. Like, I knew that they drank vodka like it was water up in them areas. You know, then people have a stern look on their face. They look like they don't want to. You, you, you don't want to fuck with me. You know, that's how, that's how I feel about them. Have you ever seen The Wire? You seen a uh, fuck? I can't even think what his real name is no more. Is it Serge? Was it Serge? Sergey? 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 Fucking they used to call my nigga Boris. You're like, why always Boris? Sergey was the was he if he came up on you, you have smoke with. If you ain't seen the wire yet, and this ain't even a spoiler, as soon as you see my man, you know he lethal. If Sergey got beef with you, you gonna die. You gonna die, bro. He he coming with the and I feel like they all like that. They had the video of the old lady handing out sunflowers, seeds to the motherfuckers talking about I hope sunflowers grow from your corpse and shit like that. Nigga, they them people is tough. They say, you know the old saying, tough as nails? No, but really, them bitches is. Them niggas is out there wilding. Um, that's literally all the commentary I have on the war and all of that shit. Because um, like I said, I don't really know much about it. I don't I don't think it's going to, motherfuckers are saying this could end up being World War Three and all that other shit. I don't really think that's going to happen. Um in the way that people think it is. I just, I just don't. I almost, I know this sounds stupid, but it's like almost a piece of me feels like this shit is almost for show. Not like it's fake and that motherfuckers is not doing it and not even for show in the, in the fact of like a performance, but like on some flexion shit. Like, I almost feel like Putin is just doing this shit just to be like, I ain't no Kim Jong-un nigga who just be shooting rockets in the sky. I'll really come, I'll really come shoot some shit up. I'll really, I'll really cross that line. Um, I don't know how well that's going to play out in the international community. That's the reason why I don't necessarily think that this is going to work out because the international community has pretty much made it clear that we not really rocking with this at all even people inside of russia is like we not rocking with this at all so i just don't know that other countries are going to want to really pull that move even like a world power like china where you like dang what if china gets involved it's like china gets a lot of its money from the fact that people have to fuck with china and if motherfuckers really was like we just gonna bite the bullet and not fuck with these niggas they don't have the same reality of like being able to sustain a population globally or like like within its own borders that 
you know, like America does. America can actually feed itself. Now, a lot of countries can't do that. So, you know, I just don't know that in a modern world, that's really practical because it's going to be hard to have the support of the people within your country while they're feeling the economic impacts of something that's also morally wrong. So like if you're a Russian and shit is starting to cost more and now you can't get to your banks and get your money and shit like that. And anytime that you get any real news or some shit like that, you realize that your country is basically just invading some innocent people and shooting up civilians. You like, we're not rocking with this. So it just, I, I just, I don't know. I feel like social media technology, just a lot of things are going to make it difficult for this kind of thing to expand to a greater length because you can't fight two wars you can't fight a war inside and outside your country at one time so i don't know we'll see uh i've been saying i didn't have nothing else to say about it and then saying more for a while but i'm really done now um we're gonna go to a quick break and i'm gonna come back with a little bit more so in order to provide content at the rate that I've been trying to do this for y'all people, you know, I was going to call y'all ingrates, but you're really not. Take another moment in the middle of the podcast that I usually don't do to really tell y'all, thank y'all. Uh, I started this shit not necessarily as a hobby, but maybe as an outlet. Um, I grew to believe it was something that I had a, a small knack for. Then I slowly started to take it more seriously and kind of dedicate myself to making a more consistent product. And now I'm kind of in a stage where I really believe this is something that I can use to actually like build a strong platform from which to, you know, create and whatever. So thank y'all. That's 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 it. Just just like a real. A real, I appreciate that shit. Y'all rocking with me this long. Uh, it was times when the podcast was as sporadic as fuck and might be gone for a few weeks and back and, you know, taking breaks, promising episodes that don't come and just all kinds of other shit. And it's just dope that y'all were able to go through those growing pains with your boy. And uh, I hope that y'all feel rewarded by the fact that now, uh, it's a little bit different of a situation. You know what I'm saying? We not every two weeks. If y'all haven't noticed, the the plan to do episodes every two weeks, that shit is dead. You'll be getting an episode twice a week, uh, more weeks than not, with an additional episode every week for the bonus subscribers. That's a heavy workload that I'm trying to promise to y'all and to myself. Um, but you'll get a minimum of an episode every week. Every Thursday, you'll have a new episode. Um and on most weeks, I, I will say I, I'm not quite to the point where I can promise y'all the three a week every single week. But like I said, more weeks than not, you will get three episodes a week if you are a paid subscriber. Otherwise, you'll still get two. I'm in my bag. So I'm here. The reason why good segue into the actual episode is because I'm going to be honest with y'all. I'm tired of being a worker. I, I just can't. I work so hard, y'all. Like, not really. I try not to work hard. And it's funny that I said that because this, this this is actually what I really wanted to talk about. We've done episodes called Fuck the Bosses and Fuck the Bosses Part 2. So y'all know, you know, all, all my work history and all that kind of shit. But I was talking to the homie the other day and we were just kind of talking about how it's almost low-key damaging the like myth or the stereotype or the expectation of the hard worker. You know what I'm saying? Especially here in America where it's like, I don't know about anywhere else, but I know here for sure. Everything is based on the notion that you work hard. And that's like so highly respected here. And I'm not here to say that working hard is not to be respected, but I just feel like it being the standard is more problematic and less advantageous than people realize. So first of all, this is my biggest thing. I've always felt like there are two type of workers. 
right? Well, there's a multitude of workers, but we're going to talk about two type of workers today. The hard worker and the efficient worker. See me, myself, I like to think of myself as an efficient worker. I'm not trying to get less done than anybody at a job. When I come in somewhere, I'm never trying to be looked upon as the motherfucker who's not carrying their weight. You know, so whatever we doing here, I'm trying to be doing it well. And I'm not trying to be a burden upon anybody else. That's off the rip, you know, and I'm not lazy. But I'm not trying to come in here and show y'all. I'm not trying to come in here and, and improve to everybody how fast I can move or how, you know, I'm willing to do anything that they ask me to do at, a, at the jump of a dime. And da, 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 da. like it's, it's just a different vibe to me where it's like you come in there. And your goal is for people to see that you're a hard worker versus your goal being to be the most efficient at the job. Because like the two things don't give you the same thing. So, for example, right. If I'm trying to be viewed as the hardest worker. And they train me to do something, let's say you let's say it's something as simple as I'm taking the trash out and the guy who takes the trash out. He takes way more trips than I feel like he needs to take. When he's training me, in my mind, I'm like, I could do this faster because I would do it with less trips. I would just, you know, I would I would consolidate the trash until it all was in one big bag and then take the big bag out and then come back and then do that again or whatever, right? In my mind, anytime somebody trains me how to do a job, I'm trying to figure out how to do that job a little bit easier, a little bit better, a little bit faster for me. And that's important to to note, right? It's for me. It's not me saying that the way that this place does it is stupid or the way that the person who's training me to do it, they're not as smart as me, so they can't do it the way I can do it. That's not it. That's not what I'm saying. I think everybody is just different. Everybody's approach is different. And if you have five people do the same task and you just tell them what you need done, you likely will get several iterations of that task being completed. Like they're not going to do it the same way. And you could probably take small things from what they all did to make a more perfect way to get that done. Where it's a little faster, a little easier, a little more efficient. Right. Oh, I can't like make a composite of everyone who's ever done the job, but I can make a composite of the person who's training me what I think. And then what I see, like I could just alter little things. Right. So. First of all, I feel like that kind of builds a little bit of resentment between the hard worker and the efficient worker, because the hard worker, they get all kinds of props at the job. Don't 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 get it twisted like the hard workers walking around there sweating and nobody saying nothing. When I'm talking about people who work hard, who may who take pride in the fact that they hard workers, everybody knows. You know what I'm saying? Everybody knows they work hard. And they appreciate the fact that they work. Well, I'm not going to say they appreciate it because I don't think jobs appreciate shit. Your coworkers do, though. But the, the point is you get love for that. Right. So they like I be in my bag. So you trying to come in here and tell me that you know how to do shit better than me. But like I'm the nigga around here. And it's like I'm not telling you that what you do is wrong anyway. I'm just saying that like maybe that's not the way I would do it. And I'll see maybe my way is slower. I'm That's the thing, for, especially a nigga like me. I'm going to be working here for a while. It's going to be trial and error. I'm going to try different shit. It's different shit I try at my jobs now where in certain situations I might do something different and see if it saves me a little bit of time or see if it made something easier or if it didn't and just kind of tweak my style just to see what makes it the most effective, right? Anyway. That's that's like the first step of 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 the issue. You know what I'm saying? Of the resentment that builds and why it can be a little bit problematic how we feel like working hard is just so valuable, whereas being efficient is not. The second issue in that comes to me when like the job actually starts. And I feel like this is a real issue that my generation struggles with when it comes to work as a whole, which is. From a management perspective to the employee is like, you want to see me working hard because in America specifically, I can't speak for the world, you know, but here we have like this idea that work should be hard. 
which in my mind means like you feel like I should inherently feel a certain amount of discomfort because I'm on the clock. If I'm just chilling and I'm on the clock, I'm not working. There's no way that those two things can occur at the same time because chilling is not working. Right. Because work should be hard. But that's not really the truth. If you if you just measured what people did based on what you actually saw them doing. All right, I'm sorry. Instead of basing what they did off of what you see them doing, if instead you base it off of what like results they had produced, it would be a whole different vibe. Even the fact that so I got I got a homie who well, the reason we the, a matter of fact, the reason we came into this, uh, we talked about this was because him and one of his coworkers had a disagreement or whatever. And they're talking to the boss or whatever. And at the end of it, she's all feeling wrong and shit. And then out the blue, she's like, well, he takes almost two hour lunches every day. And when you hear that to me, that to me, how you feel about this situation will separates you from whether you are an efficient worker or you are a hard worker to me. You're saying this is just my personal barometer. If you don't think to inquire what his position is and whether or not his tasks are fulfilled daily. And you are more concerned with how much physical time he spent at in the building. You are probably a hard worker or believe in that system of hard work. I do not ascribe to that. My question, my first question would be, did something that I was supposed to have done not get done? Because to me, that's all that matters. And and I feel that way when I'm at work, when I feel when I see other people working is what you require of me done or not is the only thing that matters. And I just feel like if we didn't have that ideal here, it would just be such an easier place to exist. Could you imagine if your job was like, this is what we need you to get done today. I don't care what time you get here. I don't care what time you leave. This is what we need done today. This is what we need done this week. These are your deadlines on these tasks. If these tasks are completed, they're completed. If they're not completed, then we have something to talk about. That's the world where I would like to exist in. That's all I'm saying. Because instead, I feel like you have these managers who make you be miserable because they feel like they're supposed to. Because they see you somewhere chilling and they're like, you're not supposed to be chilling. There's something. And, and don't get me wrong. The To me, the mark of a good manager is being able to tell when somebody should or should not be chilling. Because I so. I work at two different places, one of which actually has really good management and one of which absolutely does not. The place that I work that has really good management, there's times where I'm standing around not doing nothing where there is something that can be done and someone will come ask me to do it. But here's the key. They never, you know what? One time I started there right before Thanksgiving is March. So it's been about four or five months now. One time since I've been there, or it's been like three months. One time since I've been there has somebody actually made a comment about the fact that I wasn't doing anything like I was leaning or something like that. And one of the managers was like, uh, something like, you know, you holding that, 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 that counter up or some shit like that, you know, there's some little offhand comment. But even in that moment where I was standing is just a really visible place for me to be chilling as hard as I was chilling. It wasn't really anything for me to be doing. And in my opinion, I honestly think her sentiment was less. You need to be doing something and more so just don't look like you're chilling like you chilling. And and, in my position, it's a little different because it's a little bit more of a forward facing job where like the guests can see us. You know what I'm saying? So like you don't want to just be looking like you're not doing shit at all right where everyone can see you. My other job, they'll see you not doing nothing and almost be irritated if they can't find something for you to do. There's, I can't tell you how many times I've been told to go like uh, I'll be standing around. But we need we need help running food. Y'all need to go run food. I'll go walk into the kitchen. There's no food up to run because they literally just don't want to see you standing there. Because in their mind, if you're standing, 
then they're not doing their job because they're not making you work. But in my mind, I'm like, was there an issue with one of my guests? Did I make a mistake on something? Is somebody here too long? Is there like some metric that you use to determine whether or not I am adequately providing service to your guests that you don't see occurring right now? Or does it just bother you that I'm not working hard? But I'm not working hard because I'm good at this job. Like I got really good at this. I used to have to work harder than this. But I took time and energy. And I think that this is why it bothers me so much, too. It is not easy to be an efficient worker. It doesn't just come to you. I don't just walk into a place and understand how to do it better than other people or the best way to do it. It genuinely comes from trying to find that best way. I want to find a way to be best at this where it isn't so hard. I don't want it to be hard for me to come in here. I would ideally like to come in here and feel good about what I do because I'm so good at it. This is easy to me. Like, think about that feeling you get when you at work. And it's crazy that it's almost like jobs don't even realize that the way people are wired, you could really pimp people into liking their job if you would just leave them the fuck alone a lot of times. But when you at your job and you just in your bag and it don't matter what you do, like if you stock shelves or if you fucking write code or if you do data entry or you fucking work in a call center, whatever it is you're doing, right? And you just... In your bag, everything you do, you just like, yeah, knocked it out. You know what I'm saying? Like you, you stocking your shelves and you just watching everything come together. Like whatever little system that you have finally mastered, you just watching that shit work to perfection. You like, hell yeah. When I first started here, it used to take me an hour to finish a whole aisle. And I can do this same aisle in 20 minutes. You know what I'm saying? Because of the way that I do it now. You know what I'm saying? Like that be making you feel so hype as an as a worker, as a fucking employee. You be in your bag about stacking these shoes faster than anybody else can for a motherfucker who don't care how fast you stack the shoes. And if you finish stacking the shoes fast as fuck and you go like sit down somewhere for a second because all you had to do today was stack the shoes and somebody comes up to you and it says, why are you sitting down like that? What what else can you be doing? Tries to or or my favorite goes to your area and tries to find anything that you didn't do or did wrong or made any small mistake on. You know what I'm saying? And then the reason you made the mistake is because you was, cause you was just trying to, cause you, you wasn't, you wasn't paying enough attention. You wasn't trying to do it the right way. Uh, uh, not like somebody who, you know what I'm saying? Like you could go to anyone's aisle, a shoe stacking. You know what I'm saying? This is just a generic example or whatever, but you know, you could go to anyone's aisle who took an hour and a half and find 10 mistakes that they did or 10 things that they did wrong because you could do that with anyone at any job because people aren't fucking perfect. But you want to nitpick my shit because I'm lazy because I'm faster. You know what I'm saying? Like it, it reminds me of those teachers who like when you turn in your assignment fast, I was that kid, you know what I'm saying? We all get a paper and I'm done. I'm just good at, at t- taking tests and papers. I know what I know and I know what I don't know. So it's not even necessarily that I'm getting hundreds on everything that I turn in, but I'm not sitting here taking all the time and energy trying to figure out some shit I know I don't know the answer to. I'll just guess and go on to the next thing that I do know. It just makes me, that that's my key for taking tests. Know enough of it where you could pass. If you really know enough of where you could pass, you don't even have to sweat it if you don't know something because you know you're going to know most of this stuff. Anyway, but some of the teachers, you'll pass, turn your shit in all early and then they'll be like, oh, it's not a race. You know what I'm saying? And you could tell like they almost want you to not get a good grade on the paper on some like wishing harm on you because they wanted it because in the same way they wanted you to be working hard. They didn't want you to just be getting the benefit of the assignment. You know, so I don't know. I just really, really fucking hate that shit. And I had to. I just I don't know. I just wanted to 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 chop it up with y'all about, you know, like. Cause it's not like on some fuck the boss and shit. It is though. It's like fuck the whole system though. Like they really just do not want to see you be comfortable. And then when you think about it, how much it's like everyone is losing because it is because could you imagine if your job instead of paying you by the hour was like this position 
would usually, if they just scaled it out to like, okay, we used to pay this, we used to pay someone 40 hours a week to come in here and do this. This is the average amount of performance that we could expect out of that person for that amount of time and that amount of payment. So we're just going to pay you this by the week. You have to get this amount of stuff done. As long as you get it all done every week, there won't be any problems. You'll get your check every week. You can leave whenever you're done. Your hours are depending on you. Sometimes this wouldn't be possible. I'm not an idiot. I work in restaurants. I wouldn't be able to just come. They wouldn't be able to say like, we don't care when you come and go as long as it's taken care of. Like, no, you have to be here while we're open. It's different, right? But if they're, they're, uh, if, if their thing was more of, you know, we want your average, you know, it's, it's PPA is the, the term. It's like per person average. But basically, like we want your sales per guest to be about this amount. We want you to have your guests in and out of the building in about this amount of time. Uh, we want your area to look this way. We want you to look this way and whatever. How you get that done, you know what I'm saying, is 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 you. You know, don't make mistakes. Like it's just like more tangible goals instead of it being the eye test. Because in the culture that we have now, the eye test, we all know somebody. Because in my my first example, I used a hard worker who was a good worker. But we all know somebody who be at work spinning their tires all day long. Like we know somebody who walk into the job already flustered and sweating running through that motherfucker like a chicken with their head cut off, not getting shit done. In the way. In the damn way. We all know somebody like that. And at the end of the day, they getting propped up by a system that rewards that because at the end of the because managers is looking at them like, yeah, maybe they can't do this, that, and the third, but they work really hard. Who the fuck cares? Who the fuck cares how hard you work if you can't actually get the job done? And that that is what I resent as someone who I consider an efficient worker. I resent that. I resent the fact that I can get all of my things done better, more effectively and be chilling. And you have an issue with that. But homeboy over here is fucking up all day long. But because he's running around here really fast because he's fast as fuck, boy. You know what I'm saying? Y'all like, oh, we we need to, these niggas, them be the motherfuckers who get employee of the month. You know, it'd be, it'd be, you know, outstanding associate. A motherfucker who's be coming in here in the fucking way, not getting nothing fucking done. And yeah, I just, I don't fuck with that. I don't know what can be done about that. You know what I'm saying? This wasn't, I think that's the crazy thing about having a podcast. Sometimes you just be on here just ranting about shit. Cause it ain't like, it ain't like nobody could do shit about it. It's places that aren't run like that. Obviously, there are places that it's more uh, goal-driven or performance-based, if you want to put it that way. Um, I just never really worked at one of them. I mean, I, I did say I work at one job now that sucks and one job that's pretty cool. The one that's pretty cool is pretty close to what I was just saying. Like, they don't really sweat your process that much as much as they do, you know, how you get it done. Uh I I don't know how much of that will prevail though cuz you know it might be the honeymoon phase you know you start working somewhere a little longer and then you start to see the bullshit that you didn't notice before like damn this place sucks too but as of right now I would say my second spot they they kind of treat a nigga decent I ain't going to lie I don't I don't feel like I'm slaving when I'm in that motherfucker it's 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 a cool little vibe but I don't know. I just felt like people would relate to that shit. You know, watching somebody just just wanting to be. It's crazy because I feel like people like me in this regard, as far as work, like we don't even really give a fuck about the acknowledgement like that. Like, I don't need everyone to feel like I'm the best worker or I'm the strongest at this and I do all of this well. I really just want you to leave me alone. You know what I'm saying? Like, all I really want is to be left the fuck alone because I'm good at my job and I know what I'm doing and I'm not out here shortchanging the whole shit, blah, 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 blah. What I want is to be left the fuck alone. Just don't bother me. Just know that I'm going to take care of my shit because I always do. And then leave me alone. You know, like, don't micromanage me and bother me because you it doesn't look like you want it to look. Did, did, the, did you get the results that you wanted? Is what I need to know. And then the crazy thing about it is, is that 
managers like that be having you like not able to do your job, especially in restaurants. Like, let me speak specifically to restaurant industry. Like, th- only only the servers will really feel me on this. But you, you just place yourself in a server's shoes. You went out to eat before. You could kind of imagine a little bit. Imagine you getting your ass kicked. You're a server. You got all these tables. All these people want all this shit. And in your mind, t- to me, pro tip, if you are a server out here, the most effective way to wait tables is just to just continuously make a list in your mind, execute the list, and add more things to that list. Like, like, a, like literally like make a tally in your head, check things off in the order that you already decided you were going to do them, try and consolidate your tasks to certain areas and add li- things where they can be you know, done with the other tasks, you know, like somebody asks you for something that's in the kitchen and you put that with the next time you were going in the kitchen, you don't go to the kitchen for them right then. Right. But anyway, aside, that's not, that was just a little pro tip. That wasn't necessarily important to the story. You get your ass kicked, right? And you have this list in your head that you like, cool, I got all these things I need to get done. And then a manager comes up to you and they're like, we need you to get trays off the floor. We need you to get dirty trays off the floor. But you're like, I'm getting my ass kicked right now and none of the I can't tell you the list in my mind in order to continue making all of my things work. But what you could have done was grab that tray and took it to the back. But the reason why you didn't is because you want to see me do it because you feel like what I'm doing right now is not hard work because you can't see the work I'm doing because what I'm doing right now is mental. You understand what I'm saying? Like I might be standing at a computer putting in an order trying to figure out what I'm doing next or my favorite fucking thing. I don't, I I don't know if this happens to people who work in high stress environments, period. Like y'all have to let me know. My favorite fucking thing is when I'm literally just standing there for a second, trying to like organize my thoughts when I have a bunch of things to do and I'm just, and I just, maybe I'll empty a tray off and I'll stop for a second. And I'm kind of like mentally thinking like, okay, I got this for these people, this for these people, whatever, whatever, whatever. Let me tell you why it makes me so frustrated because I do that visually. I talk, I I don't, you can see me mouthing something because my mouth is moving while I'm saying like, you know, I need ranch for this table. I need this for this. I'm usually like literally counting the tasks with my fingers. Not that I'm like actually counting them, but it's just like a physical thing that I do. I'm saying all that to say it is obvious that I am not just sitting there not doing shit. I can't tell you how often a motherfucker comes up to me while I'm doing that shit. And they're like, hey, we need you to do that, 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 that. And it's like, bro, I know that y'all don't think through your actions, because if you did, you would understand that this is like an important part of my work day. Like the reason why I'm so good at my job is because I take these little breaks to plan out my next couple moves. It literally takes me about 20 seconds to do. But that 20 seconds might save me five minutes. Five minutes is a lot of time in a restaurant. And then you coming up to me, bother me mid thought because your dumb ass, your simple Sally ass don't understand nothing. But somebody who's moving fast is working hard. That's all I'm saying. I'm going to end it on that. That's literally all I got to say about that. I do not have a white people do this um, for this episode. What I do have is some shit from Twitter. I don't know what I'm going to call these uh, segments or whatever, but a lot of times it's little debates on Twitter. Little shit will come up and I'll have my little two cents and I want to hear what y'all got to say about it. So uh, I'm a, that'll be like one of the segments that comes, you know, maybe we'll get a theme song for it. Maybe we want, I'll at least come up with a name for it, but uh, I'm going to give you a quick little break and then we're going to come back with some, uh, with some uh, black Twitter debates type shit. All right, so I do think that I'm going to call this segment Black Twitter Debates because that's where most of this shit is going to come from is Black Twitter. Maybe it doesn't, but Black Twitter Debates is a cool little segment name. I think so. That's what we're going to keep it as. If you don't like it, then, you know, tell a nigga. Maybe I'll change it. Uh, So my homegirl actually hit me up about this. She asked me if I had seen it. I had not seen it. The situation that happened was the post says this man goes to his fiance on a bachelorette party. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, sorry, I can't read. It says, it says this man goes to his fiance on a wedding day because she had a bachelorette party and a video was sent to him from her sister of the male stripper having chocolate drip off his private part into her, into her mouth. 
So I don't know if I stumbled through that too much. To be clear, Shawty's at the bachelorette party. She getting it in. You know what I'm saying? They jigging. They live. You know what I'm saying? They like, woo, girls gone. They getting it in, right? You know what I'm saying? Male strippers at the bachelorette party. You know what I'm saying? Now, apparently, it's a stunt in this motherfucker where the nigga put some chocolate on his dick. And he let it drip off into her mouth. And her sister took a video of that and sent it to her fiance, prompting him to ghost her the next day at their wedding. So, the nigga, first of all, the debate on Twitter is hilarious. Like, you, I'm going to post it on the, I'm going to post this on the, uh, on the podcast Twitter at Fuck the Shit Pod. You feel me? Uh, so y'all can actually go read the comments yourself. I'm not going to sit here and scroll through the comments, but, First of all, let's start let's start it off like this. You got to know the motherfucker you with and the shit that they be on because if he knew that he had a girl who was wild like that like I'm actually I feel like most men are going to be like, "Bro, you tripping no matter what." She was she was violating. But Bro, some of y'all be knowing your girl character from before y'all was together. And it's her bachelorette party. I'm only saying this because I'm trying to think of the levity I would want given to me at my bachelor party. That's I'm, I ain't even going to cap. You know what I'm saying? And if I'm at my bachelorette party with my homies, I'm about to be married. This is about to be my last real hoorah. We getting it in. We fu- Think about it. We've been getting drunk all day. We've been getting fucked up all day. It's been this day-long, weekend-long celebration culminating to this night of debauchery. You know what I'm saying? The strippers come in. You know what I'm saying? There's big booties, big titties everywhere just shaking. You know what I'm saying? We in there. They playing juvenile. Back that ass up. I'm like, oh, shit. It's lit in this motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? And all of a sudden, the stripper comes up to me with chocolate dripping all down her titties. What am I going to do? I don't even like chocolate, y'all. I don't even like chocolate. But I'm, 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 I'm today, but today I'm about to be, you might call, nigga might be the Nesquik bunny in this motherfucker, nigga. I'm about to be, I'm about to be a Hershey kissing it, bitch. You know what I'm saying? I would, and I know that about me, especially like right before I'm about to tie it down. And I would hope that somebody who was about to marry me would know that that's not like an indictment on like what I would do as a married man and like my level of respect for the relationship like that's just not what it is like when i was young i was a wild ass nigga you know what i'm saying like so it's just hard to be in a situation where it's like this is your last night as a wild ass nigga and not do no no wild shit and you drunk like you fucked up like that's it sober me probably never but fucked off the nigga it's just to me almost unrealistic that you wouldn't do no goofy shit you know what I'm saying? So I would hope that somebody who was me with me would know. But also I will say this. If that's like wild out of character for your girl, like that's not some shit you could ever see her doing. You like, wow, like this is what you be on. I'm not going to cap. I can see you dipping. I can see you being like, no, nah, I can't fuck with that. Because then it's different. Now it's not even just. She did some nasty shit that disrespected the relationship and blah, 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 blah. It was really more like, it's a whole nother side for you that I don't know shit about. And had your sister not seen me this video, I still wouldn't know that about you. So like, what do you really be on? You know what I'm saying? Like that would cast a much larger shadow of doubt over a nigga if it was like just some wild out of pocket, out of character shit. And to be honest, for somebody that I was going to marry, I would kind of probably want that to be out of character. Not going to lie. But what I'm saying is that I see who some of you niggas be marrying. So you can't tell me that you like, yeah, my girl would never. Because I'm like, no, your girl did. Like, we've seen your girl do shit like that. Like, you know what I'm saying? Some of y'all have girls who we we from a town that's not that big, you know, so. Yeah, the things that you love about your girl, when you be like. Posting when you be posting pictures of you laid up with your bed at three o'clock in the morning, and you all smiling and shit. We all looking like, oh, she hit him with that thing. We already know, you know what I'm saying? Because we, hey, listen, 
I don't think it's nothing wrong with that. I don't think it's nothing wrong with that. You know what I'm saying? And and to be honest, I won't even say that it's something that I would never feel. I'm not saying like I couldn't fuck with no bitch who had a past. Like that's not what I'm saying. I don't really care. Like as long as you don't have a present, you know what I'm saying? Like, do you have any diseases that you can't get rid of or any children that need taken care of? Because even though I have two kids, I ain't trying to be no stepdaddy. Yeah, not to a bunch of them. You know, maybe if you got one or two and they, they got to be good. I got to I gotta interview your kids. If I was ever going to be a stepdaddy, I would have to interview them kids before I take that role on and see how bad are these little niggas. Because I'm not about to be in this motherfucker pissed off all the time. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, whatever. But my biggest question about this whole situation is how was the sister wrong? That's actually what I want to know because, okay, so the fiance... Whether or not you feel like she was wrong, I feel like we'll just vary on. Yeah, I, I, I'm not necessarily saying that I don't think what she did was wrong. I'm not saying that in my example where I would, where I did what I did, I, not I did, where I would, I hypothetically did what I did. I'm not saying that I wouldn't have been wrong. I'm just saying that I would hope that someone who had decided to dedicate their life to me would not feel like that was a deal breaker. That's all. I would expect them to be mad and hurt and all that shit, but I would expect them to still be like, but at the end of the day, it was just a bachelorette party. I mean, that's what I'm hoping for. I feel like that's how all niggas live because we want to have our cake and eat it too, whatever, whatever. But, you know, it's just, so yeah, I'm not, I'm not saying that what she did was right or wrong. So I'm not really asking. I mean, if you, if that's important, if you have a, a good comment on that, I'm, I'm willing to hear it, you know, but uh, that's not really what I'm here for is whether she was right or wrong. Instead, what I'm more curious about is was the sister right or wrong? Because it wasn't the nigga's sister. It was the bride's sister. Saw her sister out of pocket. Sent. That would be like if I was about to get married and Dev sent the video to my fiance of me with a mouthful of titty chocolate. Bruh, I would be like, I, that's the real question for real. Cause I'm going to be honest with you. I don't know how long it would take me to fuck with that nigga. I wouldn't, that would be the bridge that got burnt because first of all, I'm like, y'all fucking, you know what I'm saying? Like, is you trying to fuck my bitch? Like, is that the reason why? And y'all know I'm not even, I'm, I'm getting beyond this. I don't even call women bitches no more. I really try not to even call women females no more. When I catch myself doing either, I try and revert back. But I'm saying it this way because I want you to know the energy that I would have about it. Nigga, is you trying to fuck my bitch? Like, is that what this is? You thought that, like, you was going to catch me doing some shit and tell her and then she was going to, like, leave me and come fuck on you or something like that? Y'all been fucking or something? Like, why do you have more loyalty to her than you do over me in this situation? And it was, like, the same night. So it's not even like you came to me and was like, I think you need to tell her. I think you need to come clean. You know what I'm saying? You just like up in the same night, just like, oh, no, I got I got something for you. Nigga, what? Bro, I don't even know. I ain't got a brother no more. I might plant drugs on that nigga and call the police, bro. I like since we telling on niggas, since you think it's funny to tell on your brother, let's tell. Oh, but I didn't even do. Bro, I'm, oh, bro. There's no way I could fuck with dude. So the sister to me. She's the out-of-pocket one. And those are the questions that I got straight up. I'm like, was y'all fucking or something like that? Y'all had to be doing something. Y'all had, what's the reason? What's the, or do you, they must have, hey, you know how some sisters be like, they, hey, you shouldn't even have invited her because you knew she didn't like you. It's no way this bitch is your blood sister and she did some shit like that to you and you didn't know that she was a snake bitch like that. Because she a nigga, that ain't no... Y'all don't have to tell me. It's people on Twitter who are like saying that the sister did the right thing because her sister was out of pocket. But I don't believe in inserting myself in other people's relationships to that degree. Like, I think that that shit is fucking ridiculous. To say the least. To say the least is fucking ridiculous, bro. I can't. I can't. I cannot. I'm gonna post that shit on Twitter so y'all can get in the comments and y'all can see the shit yourself, man. I don't have nothing else to say about that. Shit, fuck it. I really ain't got nothing else to say at all. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I hope y'all enjoyed this fucking episode for real. Um, I'm, you know, as you see, I'm putting in the work, y'all. I'm making sure I give y'all this content as 
often as consistent as I can. I'm trying to make sure this shit is good. I'm trying to make sure it has substance. I'm trying to make sure you get some laughs on this motherfucker, man. Everything. So, you know, keep rocking with your boy. Uh, as always, man, it's all love to y'all. I appreciate y'all so fucking much, man. Make sure you following everything. FTS podcast on Facebook at fuck this shit podcast on all other social media platforms. Subscribe on your listening platforms just so you can be notified with new episodes. And if you want, you can always upgrade for four ninety nine. You know, bonus episodes every week. Promo code when the merch drops. You know, I'm gonna show y'all love. I promise. Until next time. I'll see y'all later. I'll let Takis bless y'all with the outro music as always. You know, I'm out. Peace. Yeah, double up the respect. Came through the wire, fresh out the fire. My mic check. Leaning and rocking, feel it yourself. It's high tech. Moving pieces all on the board. My nigga trying to see. Billion. Mm. My gift to gab on it. Escape trials and tribulations, fighting your honor. Shark in the water, grabbing for paper like I'm Nirvana. Code of honor that I follow, my nigga, is worth billion. Huh. Homie, fuck your greasy granny them. He been slapping shit so long, they gotta come and Grammy him. He so fly, he walk on stars, solar systems carry him. Bank account status when they bury him. Billion. Uh, make sure you say it two times. Dre, Dre, nigga. Make sure you say it two times. Trying to see the salad with the croutons Laying the foes down like futons For the billion Yeah man you're not tuning in there Fuck this shit podcast And billions 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 and